helping you tune out your annoying workmate. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Right, joining us on the show now, Crockzilla. 203 games for the Crusaders, 71 for the All Blacks part of Rugby World Cups as well. Wyatt Crockett joins us. Crocky, former player, you didn't play too long ago. Does this time of year excite you? Well, it's, um, it's pretty incredible what's been happening over the last few weeks, isn't it? Um, really, yeah, it is really exciting to see the All Blacks turn around what has been a tough couple of years and, and you know, really uh, time it well, which I suppose is something that probably you'd have to say the All Blacks haven't done all that well, you know, going back in time, but um, they've, they've timed their run to perfection this time, haven't they? Playing some outstanding footy. Yeah, we've, uh, there's been an observation in past years with peaks between World Cups. Um, we've really yeah. peaked uh, this time. What, what, what's lent itself to that uh, from what you've observed? Look, uh, look obviously, um, you know, they've been through some adversity and obviously there, there was some stuff that wasn't quite working and They've made some tweaks to the to the coaching setup, um, and you know I think um, to be fair, I think they've really they've, they've got some selections bang on over the last wee bit, and I think um, some of the youth that's come through, you know, look at some of those young front rowers that have joined the group, um, and then also, you know, that experienced group of players, um, you know, as you probably expect, aren't going to be at their best all of the time, and um, but I think. You know, what we've seen in the past with those really experienced world-class players is that they, they're still able to get up for a pinnacle tournament. And I think I think that's what we're seeing at the moment, isn't it, with the likes of uh, Brody, Nuggie, well, a lot of them, Bowden, um, Sammy Whitelock. You know, those guys are all absolutely humming at the moment. Um, and potentially, as, as, as an older athlete, it, it's harder to do that all the time. But for that pinnacle event, they're sort of getting themselves up, aren't they? They sure are, and, and I'm delighted that the first group of players you mentioned were the young front rowers because I wanted to talk about those. I mean, yeah. Willi- Williams, Newell, DeGroote, Lomax, young men, and we're used to mm. grizzled old props, aren't we, that, we're, that we've mm. clung on to. Um, with those guys in mind, why, what, how's the position changed? I mean, it's not long ago you were playing. What have you seen yeah. as the role of a prop and how it's changed in the four years since you hung them up? Yeah, look, I think um, although although it has evolved, I think it, not not a lot has changed that much in terms of the game. In terms of, I think you know, going back to when I was involved, it was it was still you know aerobically really challenging for those boys, and, and have had to evolve for a long time. Um, and so it's not just all of a sudden it's come to this point. But I think probably the one thing that I do notice now is when I was playing, we were was it pretty much designated cleaners. <laughs> We wouldn't get the ball in our hands that much, um, yeah. unless we, unless we sort of got an offload um, or something like that post contact, or um, you know the odd pick and go around the around the try line. But but now you, you can see that they are designated ball carriers, and um, you know but because they are those big boys, solid, a little bit lower to the ground than potentially some of the other forwards. They're really hard to tackle. Um, so you, you're seeing a real impact with the ball in hand at, at the moment rather than just sort of being those designated cleaners. The the importance of scrummaging goes to another level oh. when we take on the Springboks because they have their three starters and the three in the bomb squad. 
as well. Yeah. Uh, was that part of the reason you think that they've gone for Nepo over Fletcher Newell to combat that colossus of a man that comes on? I, I think it must be. I think, um, you know, because what we've seen from Fletcher is, you know, huge around the, around the park, you know, what he brings. Um, you know, he's, he's dynamic with the ball in hand and a great defender. Um, but like you say, with Nepo, you get that world-class scrummager, um, which, you know, um, is going to be critical. But I think, you know, we, we've talked a lot about the, the change in, in the front rower. What, what, well, I think what is extremely impressive about this group of, of front rowers that we've got at the moment is they are also outstanding at their core role of, of scrummaging. Um, and, you know, often sort of one gets sort of, um, well, one area is not as good as the other. But I think that's what's making this group such a world-class front row group. That, you know, the starters and the and the bench, just because they can, obviously, also nail their core role. And, and we've been probably, well, easily up there in the top two or three scrummaging units. I think in this World Cup as well. So that's that's been really impressive to see um, throughout the tournament and coming up against the probably the biggest challenge against the box. This week with XY. Having never played in the front row, I, I know the important things are strength and technique. What what's yeah. what do you think this the scrum coach Fiki, Jason Ryan and the front rowers, what do you think they're gonna be working on to um well it's almost to nu- not nullify but at least gain parity with this incredibly impressive Springbok front row? Yeah, obviously, you know, like you you've nailed it in terms of this the strength and technique. I think also um you know, coming against different teams that you don't play against that often, like the box, like the French. Um, well, sorry, um, we don't play against the South Africans as much these days with um, with not being in Super Rugby, but they do scrummage slightly different. Um, you know, the Tottenheads generally angle in a lot more. So there'll be a lot of specific chat around how the how our loose heads and hookers work together this week to to, um, to stop the Tottenheads that do tend to pour in on an angle. So. Um, I think that's probably at the moment just tweaking those things, making sure we're we're ready for for what they'll throw at us. Because no doubt, um, you know, if you're if you're sitting in the Springboks camp right now, you're thinking to yourself, we need to nail the scrum, we need to earn scrum penalties to get our rolling ball going. And if you're in the All Blacks camp, you're like, right, we shut down their scrum, we don't give away those those easy penalties, then we go a fair way to winning this winning this uh, World Cup. You played a number of games as a starter. You played a number of games on the bench. Um, mm. Tell me about when you're sitting down for maybe the first hour. It seems to be around that 55, 60-minute mark. Our, our props get changed out. Yep. Um, tell me about you, what you're doing, what you're looking at in that first hour of the game when you're on the bench. Yeah, I guess, again, you're looking at, the, at those sorts of things. What... Um, What's happening in in the scrum? Whether you know you do see a tight head boring in hard, or if you, in in other instances, whether you see a um, a tight head really hitting low and trying to um, take the scrum to ground all the time. So you, you're trying to look to see what they're doing, and then think about how you're gonna how you're gonna be able to um, I guess uh, handle what they're throwing at you. And then so that's obviously the scrummaging side of it. And then around the park. You're you're looking for where the opportunities are because often our front rowers now uh, you'll see them parked up in the midfield of the uh, midfield and, and you know trying to hit holes um, and potentially running off our um, ball playing lock so running off the locks of a Brody Retallick or a um, Scooter Barrett 
So you're sort of looking looking at way, the way they're defending and whether there's an opportunity to run a wee tip line or um, or if there, if there seems to be more opportunity out wide. So you're looking to um, communicate to the second rowers to, to get the ball out the back and out, out wide. So just all those sorts of things, you're sort of looking for those opportunities. It must be an amazing thing at the moment when you get the All Blacks reserves are sitting about 15 metres away from the South African reserves and you know you're just sitting there and you know you're all going to be smashing into each other in in a few minutes' time. It's an interesting <laughs> yeah. dynamic, isn't it? Yeah, it is quite funny. Eh? I remember um, well, now, now seeing, seeing it from the other side, we were watching it on telly. Um, it's quite different. You know, when... When you're in that bench, um, when you're on that bench on the side of the field, you really don't even know what's going on um, on the other bench. You're so so focused on on what your team's doing, um, on talking to the coaches about what's happening in the game. You're just really unaware of anyone else on the field, and then sometimes you just bump into them when you when both teams might be going to warm up at opposite side, opposite ends of the field. You sort of uh, potentially jog past them, but not too many words are spoken. That's <laughs> during during the game. Um, afterwards, it's a different story. It's always nice to catch up with those lads. But yeah, game time. She's uh, game phase on. No words are spoken. And finally, uh, Crocky, a little birdie tells me that while you're not playing rugby anymore, you picked up an injury at your wife's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Care to talk us through that? <laughs> oh, we're, we're um, building a house at the moment and... Uh, I was sort of, you know, showing the family around and, you know, um, having a good look around the house. And unfortunately, some idiot builder had left a rock right where I was walking and um, I was sort of walking backwards, tripped over. Um, it managed to actually control myself enough to hold on to my beer and not spill a drop, so I was quite proud of that. Um, <laughs> but it was obviously very entertaining for the family and and the builders, and um, we had a couple of staff members up there at the time, so they've, they've given me no end of grief <laughs> and about I, that. And, my, and I suppose the, the memory is I've, I sort of felt like it was in slow motion, and at one point I could see my feet right above my head, so I really did <laughs> ass up. <laughs> Busted rib? Cracked rib? Something like that? Oh, I thought I'd fractured my um, arm at one point, mate. Oh, yeah. it, was, um, it was pretty sore. Yeah, it was no good, but it's come right. Yeah, I, I promised Israel Dag I wouldn't tell who told me that story, so um, we'll just have to keep that between us. I don't know how we get around about that sort of stuff. I think my wife's got bloody little <laughs> Awesome, Crocky. And uh, Sunday morning at the Crockett household, uh, the family round watching, is it, or are you doing a bit more, something a bit more social? Yeah, no, we'll be getting together with with some family um, and watching watching the game. Um, it's been awesome, hasn't it? The timing's been perfect for... Sunday and Sunday morning, sitting around together, it's been um, it's been a real, uh, real enjoyable experience sitting around with the with the boys watching it, and um, yeah, it's cool. Awesome, Crocky, thanks heaps for chatting to us today, mate. It's going to be a brilliant weekend. Anytime, Steph. Have a good one.